0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good Lord, we ask your spirit upon us. Help us to grow in love of you. Help us to be strengthened by your graces, to open our minds, to know your truths, and to live your truths in the world we live. Amen. As a priest, I make it a point to not ever be shy of... Uh, dialogue, arguments, things of that sort, and they come up very regularly, especially if, you, if you're open to it as a priest, if you say, hey, what do you guys think about this or that? People oftentimes question the things of the church, which I think is very beautiful, especially as Catholics uh, with such a great, deep, intellectual tradition, we're called to that understanding, we're called to that way of life, the way of living, of critical thinking, of, of questioning of things. Sometimes I find it kind of frustrating in the, uh, the modern world, if you so will, if you want to kind of categorize it as such, the modern world, we're so ready to fight and to argue for different things in the church, for different, like, deep, like, depth of faith, or the Trinity, or the Eucharist, or Jesus, or confessions, or the existence of God. And what happens so much in the modern day, the modern day issue is, is, like, two spectrums. One spectrum of such that people just don't care. There's not even a thought about, like, why I exist. What happens after I die? The whole purpose of existence. So we're so focused in. You can see the lures and the the temptations of the evil one. We're so focused in on the world and the pleasures of the world, on entertainment, on today and finishing today, and then tomorrow might come, whatever, it doesn't matter. I work today, I focus, and then tomorrow comes Just kind of, life kind of accidentally happens instead of in the intentionality that we should have in existence. So it's hard to argue with those who are so far from God when they just don't care. There's a lack of uh, desire to think. So you can't even argue for God because they just, they just don't care. The opposite spectrum is kind of like the Pharisees today in the gospel. People get so honed in and focused on such specific minutia of the church or the faith that they have a problem with and things that actually matter, right? And the hot topic issues are like in vitro fertilization, contraceptives, homosexuality. They hone in on one specific topic and they like can't let it go. Or they can't open their mind to understand the logic of the morality of the church. Like the Pharisees are so focused in on washing your hands. that it's like, what about sin or like living for God or the depth of faith or carrying or handing on the actual tradition of Moses? Not these, these specifics that matter in the grand scheme of things they matter, but if we only focus in on them, it becomes very, very uh, problematic. We have to be bigger and broad, more broadly minded than that. For example, I always find it very interesting, um, at, this, at this kind of time of the year, I usually at this, even in, in the past years, I used to make fun of all the students who were going back to school. Who's going back to school in a couple weeks? Yeah? School? School? Who's excited for school in a couple weeks? No, all the hands go down. You're not excited. Don't lie. The lying's a sin. Okay? <laughs> Maybe she is. I don't know. So I used to make fun of students, right? but then now I'm a student, so I'm going to have class starting in two weeks, an online class. So it is. It is what it is. But I always find it very interesting um, to see sometimes how I can I get I get frustrated because sometimes people can make them like love God and they go to church all these things. They go to like one philosophy class in one college and they come back and they're like, Father, I don't believe in God anymore. And I can I can I can argue and show you why God doesn't exist. And I'm like, Sit down. We get it. You went to U of M. You're a genius. God bless your heart. Right? Like lower your mind a little bit. Check yourself. Why? Because the church, we're not just a bunch of mindless peasants who pray our rosaries and close our eyes and ears and don't look to the world around us. We're thinkers. In 2,000 years of intellectual tradition in the church, this is our role, this is our task in the church. To become a priest, first things first. Law of the church. You have to get a degree in philosophy. You have to to know how to think before you can learn about God. Because God is a knowable being. We can know God. He's not just ideally made up. Some of the um, more liberal-minded atheists in the world will make the argument like God's like a spaghetti monster in the sky to, to poke fun at the existence of God. And it's, a, it's literally offensive because of the depth of faith. And that's the war we're fighting. That's really the war we're fighting. As I want to discuss and argue on the topics of faith, especially we're going back to the foundation of it all, which is the pure existence of God... And what are we doing? What are you doing? Sending your kids, your nieces and nephews, out to war that we call school. Out to war that we call universities. Because for whatever reason, we've completely lost the school systems in the States. Clearly. They're crazy. They're no longer neutral. They're anti-God, anti-Christian. Right? And what do we do? Fight. We have to. We've got to vote. We have to go out there and be smart about what is actually happening in the education system. right? Think specifically. For us as individuals, this is more important for us as individuals. There are certain things we can do, certain things we can't do. Think about the most basic fundamental fact of Christianity God exists. Do we believe in God? Do we, how and why? There's a saint, his name is St. Thomas Aquinas. He was writing in the 1200s. A genius, pure genius. Libraries of books. He just didn't stop writing. The most smart mind in Catholic Church history. He has what are called the five proofs of God. And one of them, there's a bunch of them, but one of them talks about the, the nature of causality, if you so will. I, let's say I push this podium over and it falls over. I push a podium over because I came over to this podium, and before I came over, I was in the back room, and before I was in the back room, I was in my office. Before I was in my office, I was having lunch. Everything was before, 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 before. before. Something had to be the cause of it all, and that's God. Things are in motion, right? The wind blows, the trees come, the night comes, the day comes. Everything's in motion. If everything comes before something, before, 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 something had to be the thing that was unmoved that started moving. We call that God. Or for my favorite, my personal favorite, is the argument of order. Think of how perfect the world is right. End of August, we're entering into the fall. The trees, the leaves will die. The world will cycle itself out. It'll snow, and the spring comes, and everything starts in this cyclical, beautiful way. I exhale a certain product, the trees inhale them and exhale the oxygen, then I need to breathe. Water falls from the sky, and we need to drink it. It's perfect. We are just far enough away from the sun to have the perfect world to exist. My heart pumps oxygen through my body. My lungs breathe the oxygen. My eyeball is perfect. How? It takes more faith to believe that that is random, that that just kind of all came together, over millions of years, the perfection of the human body, over just randomly, or we ascend to the reality that a God, a knowledgeable intellectual being, must have organized this. So when you send your kids off to their schools and they get these petty, stupid arguments focused in on really specific things that matter, but the foundation of which is the existence of God himself. And St. Paul says it today. This is St. Paul. Nothing new. We're fighting no new battles in the church. We're fighting the same battles we've been fighting for thousands of years. St. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 10, he says, we destroy arguments and every pr- proud obstacle to the knowledge of God, and take every thought captive to obey Christ. I'm not scared of some liberal anti-God atheist professor at the University of Michigan. Fight me, right? Because we know it to be true. God is true. God exists. And all your kids who go out to their schools, put your boxing gloves on and get ready to fight. Fight. Not physically, don't beat up children, I'm not condoning fighting. But get ready to fight for your soul, because the world around you does not want you to believe in God. And we as adults, prepare your children, prepare your nieces and nephews, be part of the schooling system, get on your school board, vote for these school boards, because we, are, we cannot just let them take our children's minds and prove us wrong, as if we're scared that they're going to prove us wrong, they can't. I'm not scared of it because it's true. And the truth will always defend itself. But we have to also fight for it. So as we enter into the school system, the school year, my brothers and sisters, please pray for the grace of God to have a great and beautiful school year. But be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Amen.